0: ever been someone who's like you have an interview or presentation or anything like that coming up and you're nervous you've ever experienced those type of emotions this is the video for you Uh, we got freaking two tips on dealing with anxiety around presentations interviews evaluations and we got two bonus tips I'm of the perspective that what's meant for you won't miss you but I'm also of the perspective that No doesn't mean no, it just means not yet, or not under these circumstances. When you're always afraid of being wrong or looking stupid in front of other people, it's like you're driving a car with the emergency brake on at the same time. You're not gonna go anywhere. Talk about the fear, and then now let's reframe what an interview actually is. When you're walking to your interview, it's like, man, this is about to be a great conversation with some new friends. Peace and best things, family. It's your boy Malik, AKA the Black Lotus, and I'm back at it again with another video. Today we're going to be talking about interview anxiety. We're gonna talk about what it is, why we get it, and what you can actually do about it. So if you've ever been someone who's like, You have an interview or presentation or anything like that coming up and you're nervous, your heart starts beating, you start thinking about all the things that could go wrong. If you've ever experienced those type of emotions, this is the video for you. So let's talk about this. What is interview anxiety or anxiety when it comes to public speaking in general? Um, Essentially, it's the same thing as all fear. It is something that we come up with in our heads. It's an anticipation of a future event that has not yet happened. And it's us thinking about potential outcomes that would not work out in our favor or would cause us to feel some pain. Now, as humans, we're built to survive. So it's natural for us to think about threats to what we perceive as our survival, right? And so oftentimes people have a very deep uh, association with like other people's perceptions or uh, with being right. Or with being, uh, with feeling unworthy or feeling like you're not good enough or feeling like all those types of emotions, right? Um, you, you feel those types of things strongly and like we don't wanna feel that. So it's natural for us to think about ways that um, we can actually avoid that feeling as much as possible, right? Because that signals fear, that signals the stress hormones to release in our body, so on and so forth. And so in your mind, your body is preparing for like a real threat. Like it's letting you know like, yo, there's something going on over there, you wanna watch out, be careful, okay? So that's what fear is there to do, right? And we usually get that fear when it comes to interviews or presentation because scared to be humiliated publicly, right? We're scared of looking stupid. We're scared of not being right. It's the same reason as kids, most people don't raise their hand, because if you raise your hand and you get it wrong and your friend makes a joke about it or something like that, you're afraid that you're gonna look bad. right? Or if you're going into the interview and you you don't get the job or you get a question that you weren't prepared for or you're left kind of feeling stumped, you're scared that, "Ah, man, I might not be good enough. I suck because I didn't do well in this interview. The first thing is, we have to get rid of this identification with being right. We have to get rid of that identification that being smart means you actually get the correct answer on your first try. This is something that we're taught in school and so that's how we usually um, think about what it means to be intelligent. But that's actually not the case. Like, what it's really about is learning. Being smart is about asking the right questions and continuing that intellectual inquiry until you get to the right answer. And you, and naturally, you can't allow yourself to get there if you're always dealing with this anxiety of being wrong. right? Being wrong is actually a part of the experimental process. That's like a part of the feedback loop. That's data. It's like, oh, okay, this didn't go as planned. So now what can we learn from that? How can we improve? So when you're you're going into these interviews and you get a question that you're not prepared for, um, take a step back and realize like, oh, this doesn't mean that I'm wrong or that like, I'm, I'm, I didn't do a good job or I'm about to bomb this interview. This is like, okay, this is an interesting question. Let's actually think through this together, right? That's how you should frame that conversation. And when you frame it like that, a lot of the anxiety, it goes away, right? And then the other thing is like dealing with uh, the fact that, hey, if I don't get this job, this means that <sighs> I suck. I don't deserve it. I'm not good enough. See, I was meant to be a failure, like my third grade teacher said. Right, That is actually not the case. Honestly, I'm of the perspective that what's meant for you won't miss you. But I'm also of the perspective that no doesn't mean no, it just means not yet or not under these circumstances, right? So like now I see two possible scenarios if I'm going for a job and it doesn't go in my favor, it's like, oh, okay, well, that wasn't the right company for me anyway. Like, yeah, nah, we weren't a good fit. I think that that opportunity was withheld from me so that I could prepare myself for something even greater. That's the inner dialogue that you have. Or it's like, oh, this is is what you truly feel is the right company for you. So it's like, okay, this is the right company for me. They said no this time. They're gonna say yes again in the future. So like, let me just continue. That means, oh, I just need to be a little bit more persistent. I need to follow up. I need to find another entry point. I need to improve my application and come back even more correct, you know? So, okay, cool. So this is just an opportunity for me to grow and to improve, okay? Once you get rid of feeling like you have to be right all the time, being afraid of saying the wrong thing or being afraid of making a mistake. Once you get rid of that fear, it's so liberating. You can really let yourself be you. You can let yourself give all the value that you have to offer. You can show your full personality. You can show the full depth of your mind. You can really let yourself shine once you know you let go of that fear because when you're always afraid of being wrong or looking stupid in front of other people it's like you're driving a car with the emergency brake on at the same time you're not going to go anywhere right or you're going to go really slow and your car is going to sound really wonky right luckily with cars we can hear it and we can feel it but when it's happening in our own minds it's so much more subtle so Get rid of this association and identification with getting the right answer all the time, because that's something that school taught us, but real life, especially in the corporate world, it's so much about an iterative process, it's about collaboration, it's about how can we come together as individual contributors to create something together that is greater than the sum of its parts. So in that world, collaboration is everything, so you should be excited to collaborate. And so if you don't get the answer right the first time, it's like, oh, this is exciting, so we can keep going. Oh, cool, so man, now there's more depth to the problem that I didn't realize initially. Oh, there's more depth to my experiences that I didn't think about initially. This is exciting. This is a great opportunity for me. That's how you should think about that, okay? Um, so that'll take care of like a good chunk of the fear because once you get rid of that anxiety of being wrong, looking stupid, or feeling like you're unworthy, um, That's a big thing. And then you actually have something concrete that you can do to deal with that unworthiness, which is being incredibly proactive and understanding that, you know, your life has a purpose and that what's meant for you won't miss you. And so anything that is withheld for you is either an opportunity for you to grow and develop, or maybe it just wasn't the right opportunity for you. So keep an open mind and an open heart when you navigate those conversations with yourself. It's Just reframing what you think an interview actually is. Right? like I think the first part is let's talk about the fear and then now let's reframe what an interview actually is. Like, people think about interviews or anything related to a career conversation or even presentations as an evaluative, I mean, it is an evaluative process, all right, let's be honest, it's a transaction. But you think about it as like, you know, this, this judge, <clears throat> You know, like you think about the pixies from the Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> that's pretty much what people think about interviews like. But that's not the case. Like, I want you guys to think about interviews differently. And this is what I'm telling myself. Instead of thinking this is gonna be some like really high stakes pageant dog and pony show, I'm like, nah, this is actually just gonna be. A conversation with some cool people and we're just gonna see if we have the same vibe, you know So what I'm what I'm doing there is I'm reframing the interview Which can be something scary and I'm framing it into something that's very much in my comfort zone Because when you think about when you're meeting a new person or you're like you're just hanging out with your friends You feel totally free you feel you like you can be totally yourself. You're at your funniest. You're at your wittiest right? Channel that energy. Just be like, yeah, I'm just about to kick it with some friends and we're going to talk business. We're going to brainstorm a little bit. I'll tell them a little bit about my life and then it'll be chill. And they'll be like, yo, I think this is a good fit. And I'll be like, dude, for sure. Let's, let's totally do this. Like, can you just pay me like more money though? Right? (laughs) the negotiation process like yeah man this is a good fit like I'm feeling your vibe you're feeling my vibe I think that we could vibe together let's just work out the details of these numbers and then and then I think we'll we'll be good to go you know and I'm like, when you think about it like that, when you're walking to your interview, it's like, man, this is about to be a great conversation with some new friends. This is gonna be great. I'm about to learn so much. I'm about to really talk. And you, like, and you love talking about yourself. Everyone loves talking about themselves. Like, We love talking about things that we're interested in. Some people don't like talking about themselves specifically, but they like talking about their interests or their passions or their curiosities. So channel that energy. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna get a chance to talk about some some dope stuff that I like. Brainstorm a little bit, you know, and then then it'll be cool. And so for me, that's how I'm reframing this interview And that makes it so much low pressure And I think that that's when I'm at my most creative. I'm at my most charismatic. I'm at my most enthusiastic Like I think think about moments where you're at your best where, where whether it's like, you know talking to your mom hanging out with your dog like taking your dog for a walk meditating whatever where you feel like you're you're centered in your energy you feel your best you feel like you're overflowing whatever that moment is and if it's not a moment from the last couple months or weeks or on a daily basis think about times in your childhood or when you've been growing up like there has to be a time where you felt joy you felt what it's like to be free you felt what it's like to be unbridled you felt you felt those feelings and so um, think about those moments and channel those moments And if you wanna take that a step further, you can use those emotions to be a trigger for you to actually get excited. And so the the, the routine that you wanna practice in your head is like, oh shoot, I just got an unfamiliar question. I just got a question I didn't think about. This is about to be lit. (laughs) I'm about to give my best juices. I love tackling new problems. This is gonna be super fun, right? It's like, oh man, he just asked me a question about my past experience that I haven't thought about. Wow, this is gonna be really good. This is gonna be really good. Hold on, let me think about that. That's a great question. Can you give me a second to think about that? Boom. If you bring that energy and use those emotions and those triggers to signal This is going to be exciting. That's why I'm feeling these stress emotions because my body is getting me ready for a very exciting new scenario. They have to keep a poker face on. You know, they can't show me how much fun they're having, but I know how much fun they're having. This is gonna be a great interview, okay? It's gonna be a great presentation. They're gonna love it, right? And then you should also act like everything you have to say is important, right? I think think Marissa Meyer, again, she said this, she was like, just speak as though what you were saying was super important and everybody's gonna be so excited to hear it, right? I just gave you guys two bonus tips, let's go. We got freaking two tips on dealing with anxiety around presentations, interviews, evaluations, and we got two bonus tips, right? One, let's just like reframe the whole fear thing, you know? Like, it's it's not even that big of a deal, don't get your valuation from that. Two, it's going to be about um, don't get your valuation from actually being right or being wrong right just like you're a learner the creative and inquisitive process is how you get that right and then i think three is reframing the whole conversation around like interviews it's not a pageant it is a really fun conversation with friends. Just like talking to your mom about what's new this week or the person who's been getting on your nerves or whatever you like talking to your mom about, right? And then the bonus tips, ding, 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 Use those emotions to trigger excitement and joy. And then you have to rehearse those. Rehearse those emotions, because you have to teach yourself that state and that feeling. So when you actually get faced with those um, situations, your body is trained in how to response. Because if you don't truly believe these things, and you don't truly practice them, your body's gonna go through its default response. Your, your brain is gonna go through its default response, which is whatever you've been conditioning yourself around fear and anxiety around these types of things. And then the final bonus tip is going to be Just pretend and really make yourself believe that, yo, people love hearing what I have to say. And what I'm saying is actually very important. They're gonna be so excited to hear it. So I should be excited to share it. If you do those two tips and those bonus tips, I think that a lot of the anxiety will completely dissipate and you'll be liberated to be your most creative, your most charismatic, your most confident, and your most valuable. That's all I got to say. As always, shout out to all my Power Rangers. Shout out to Juan Antonio. He's been holding it down from time. Big Power Ranger energy. And you guys already know the deal. Own your power, give back, leave no stone unturned. Black Lotus.